BG Mania, a video game music podcast for October 22nd, 2020, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You are listening to Goro's Lair from Mortal Kombat, released October 8th, 1992 in arcades, composed by Dan Forden. twice-weekly video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we'd like to do on this show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. Each and every Wednesday, myself and a special guest will sit down and chat about a particular topic, theme, game, or composer while listening to some really excellent music. Then on Saturdays, we'll have another episode up for your weekend listening pleasure. But the good news is listening to both episodes weekly should keep you under two hours. Do us a quick favor if you don't mind. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five star rating and a review. So we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. Today on BG Mania, we're back in the nether realm of Mortal Kombat as the month of October rolls on. Maybe not your traditional type of sounds for the Halloween season. I assure you the music fits in just fine. However, this is also not really a traditional style sit down that we're about to have on today's show. I've invited fellow Level Down Games contributor Dan to join me on this episode because, first of all, we haven't had him in a very long time. Uh, but also because after chatting with him about the season and spooky type games the other day, he informed me that horror games really just aren't his thing. But he does have a love for Mortal Kombat, especially the older entries, which is perfect. I mean, that's just, that's perfect. So we are going to uppercut this show through the ceiling and bring Dan in here. But before we do, I think you know the drill by now. Let's open up with our first block of three tracks from one of the biggest and definitely goriest for the Halloween season fighting game franchises out there, Mortal Kombat. The 
you're listening to Wasteland, otherwise known as The Pit 2 from Mortal Kombat 2, released September 9th, 1994 on the Sega Genesis, composed by Matt Furness. listening to Soul Chamber from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, released June 1996 on the Super Nintendo, composed by Dan Forden. listening to Woods from Mortal Kombat 4, released October 15th, 1997 in arcades, composed by Dan Forden.
All right, and we are back, and I am joined here in the studio, not by the first time. Uh, Dan, you've actually been on the... Man, I forget which episode you were on. It was earlier I, I this year. It, I thought it was the 150th episode, but I could that be wrong. Might, you know what? That might be it. Yeah, I think it was, you're it right. It was a milestone was, uh, episode. I do know that. It was a little bit of an extended episode. That was definitely earlier this year. So you were on that one, uh, but you've not been on an episode since we changed the format a few months ago. No, I have so, not. Welcome. And it's going to be a little bit of a uh, a different feeling episode, I guess. Um, you know, I, I talked about it a little bit before we listened to our first block of three tracks there. But Dan, you and I are coming into this episode with nothing planned. Um, <laughs> We're just winging it, baby. We're just winging it, man. I have been I don't even want to call it a funk because it's not a funk. I don't know what it is, but I feel like that as of the last few weeks, I've been slipping further and further into like the darkness or I was just going to say the darkness, the, de the depression that's in my mind. Like, you know, for a while there, I was feeling really good. Um, I have a doctor appointment at the end of this month, thank God, because I have been feeling terrible lately and I've, I've been inside my own head a lot and I've been struggling. I, I struggle a lot. I, I know people that know me know that and I, I talk about it openly. I, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but I, I do struggle a lot and it's affected the podcasts a lot over the past few weeks. So hopefully things can start getting better after this upcoming doctor appointment. But I had planned on doing something different this week. I was going to actually sit down with somebody and talk Resident Evil. And then I forgot. <laughs> oui, oui. Like I said, I, I have been in a, a very weird state lately. And I just completely forgot to reach out to the special guest that I wanted to bring in to talk about Resident Evil. So when I started sitting down and panicking because the Love It Down Games podcast isn't posted yet and Jessica's podcast isn't posted yet. Uh, and now this probably isn't posted yet. But this morning I reached out to you, Dan, because I knew you would come through in a pinch. I knew that you would be I able dare. to sit down for at least a half hour and bang out an episode. And I asked you what you were interested in. And turns out nothing. You're not interested in anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bunch of battle royals. A uh, bunch of battle royals. And they don't have music. They don't have that good of music. But you, I, I wanted to obviously keep the uh, the horror theme going for the month of October. And horror games is not something that you specialize in. Both you and Sean kind of shy away from that genre. Um, but you are, however, a fan of something that fits well in the month of October. And that is Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat is a series and, you know, a franchise that we've talked a lot about here on BG Mania. I, I know I'm a fan of it. Uh, Frank was a huge fan of it. So we played a lot of music from uh, the series and all the way back on episode five. Dan, we're on episode number. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know at this point. We're on episode 172, 172. Okay. So all the way back on episode five, we did like this all encompassing look into Mortal Kombat and we played a crap ton of music. But obviously Mortal Kombat 11 wasn't out yet. Now, since it has released, we have played a few tracks from Mortal Kombat 11. But I thought it would be a good time now to kind of do like a revisit to the Mortal Kombat franchise, play some tracks that we haven't played and really talk with you about the game, because I don't know that we've ever talked about Mortal Kombat before you and I. 
Uh, no, we haven't. Um, it's actually one of the very first games like I remember being obsessed with. Um, I used to, I'm trying to think, uh, so I, I lived on an airbase, so the convenience was I could bike ride everywhere when I was old enough. My parents, you know, it, it was safe. Uh, a little bit different time back when I was a kid, but uh, being on an airbase, everything was close. So we used to have like a shopping center, and it had uh, on the airbase or just outside of it. No, I lived on an airbase. I mean, when my no, dad was but stationed, I mean, was, the arc, was the oh, arcade? Oh no, it was, it was on the airbase. It was a oh, part of the awesome. BX. That's yeah, awesome. There was the Which BX airbase was this? Then, uh, this would have been in uh, Cannon, New Mexico. So this was uh, yeah, okay. it was Cannon Air Force Base. That's um, pretty cool. Right outside of right outside of Clovis. Uh, shout out to my Clovis peeps. <laughs> Do you have me. any? Uh, no, I are um, actually let me rephrase that. Are there people that live in that town still? <laughs> I've never yes, heard of it. <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, actually, I think um, somebody that my dad was stationed with, I think he's still friends with somebody who lives down there. Oh, um, nice. So, yes, in this little shopping plaza, there was an arcade, and I remember getting my allowance, and I would go up to the uh, quarter, exchange the court, get my, put my $5 allowance in there and get quarters, and I would play <laughs> Mortal Kombat 3. It was one of the very first games, like I said, I remember being obsessed with, and I used to sit there, and I used to own people that were probably twice my age. I was very good with the arcade setup, and uh, then I remember getting the game for SNES, and I was going to ask if you played because I know Mortal Kombat 3 when it was in the arcades, it was just stock Mortal Kombat 3. Yep. And mm -hmm. then when it came to the Super Nintendo, it was released as Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Correct. Yes. Which exactly. is probably, if I had to pick one, my favorite from like the older Mortal Kombat games, I know... We've talked about it a little bit previously because, like I said, we've talked a lot of Mortal Kombat. So um, and I'm sure I've mentioned that. But yeah, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, if I had to pick one from like the traditional Mortal Kombat's before we started getting crazy and, you know, a lot of repetitions and them kind of exploring different things. Um, Mortal Kombat 3 was awesome. I, I thought it yeah. capitalized and expanded upon everything that Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 did great and then just did it better. Yeah, the graphics were a little bit better. We uh, they introduced uh, a lot more different characters, and I think this is when we first saw Cyrax and Sector and Smoke, which were kind of some a of my bunch of characters. This was the right, first time uh, that they really they really expanded the roster in a major way with Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. And you know, we we had just a handful of characters here and there, but this was the first time that we were going to kind of get a glimpse at what the series would become, which is you know just like a a massive amount of characters to choose from, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah, I'd say but... this is probably when the series really kind of grew because I believe they released the two movies right around this time as well. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed both of those movies for now going back for kind of how corny they is. But I think I even had the soundtrack. I actually might have that CD still upstairs. I'd have the, to with, go look on With uh, the old style. I... Mortal Kombat! Jessica still gets mad because we've not played that on the uh, on the podcast and it, it's not a video game song which is why <laughs> exactly right it's a movie it, right but exactly it's, so it's the most it iconic piece of oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat music that exists <laughs> yeah ex everybody knows it you know so um yeah this is like I said this was one of probably one of, still one of my favorite games of all time um yeah now you do it, know they're making a new movie right 
I do, and I'm very excited for it. I hope they don't drop the ball. Um, I mean, unless it gets delayed because of the pandemic, which a lot of movies have, it's currently scheduled to come out on January 15th of next year, 2021. Oh. So it's close. It's actually really close if it doesn't get delayed. Um, I'll be curious to see how the movie does. Because the first one was like a cult classic. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't like um, a good movie. No, it, it wasn't. No. And then the second one was worse, was but I still bad. enjoyed it. No, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I'm trying to think if some of the I thought maybe even some of the characters were changed. I can't remember if Raiden was different. I think <sighs> Raiden was different, but I Dude, can't it was, remember. It was awful. But I know that with this movie next year, this is kind of serving as a reboot for the film franchise. Kind of like how the game back in 2010 that released, which was Mortal Kombat 9, I think it was, um, served as a reboot to the Mortal Kombat franchise. So now they've rebooted the game franchise and soon the movie franchise. So hopefully it ends up being good. I will see it. I will see it. No, I just don't. I mean, there's a lot of potential. I don't have high hopes at the moment. So no, neither do I. But I mean, the potential's there with the gore and just the craziness and the CGI they could get put in. As long as they don't over CGI it, but then maybe you have to with a Mortal Kombat game just because of some of the characters. I don't know. Hopefully they do it right. It's being produced by uh, by James Wan, which kind of gives me some hope. Okay. Because, you you know, uh, directed um, some some really excellent movies in the past. Uh, Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring. Saw is some of my favorite series, actually. Yeah, he did Saw. He did The The Conjuring. He did Insidious. and I, I want to say he uh, he also did um, uh, Aquaman. Oh, so there's a lot of potential there then. Yeah. So this is, I mean, he's a, he's a good director. Obviously, he specializes in like horror and, and creepy stuff. So he could definitely do something cool with uh, with Mortal Kombat IP. So I, like I said, it, I'm going to see it, but I don't have high hopes yet. But it could change. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's been uh, how long since the last two movies came and they weren't that great. So let's keep expectation low. But I mean, the the ceiling for this to be a great movie is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's kick to our next block of three tracks from the Mortal Kombat franchise. You're listening to Rain from Mortal Kombat Gold, released September 9th, 1999, composed by Dan Forden.
Hey everybody, it's Jessica here, and I decided to do my own podcast called Romance Me Up. That's where every other week I like to discuss with you guys casually different romantic visual novels and help you guys get romanced up on a bi-weekly basis. If you guys like to talk about romance visual novels or even just to like to listen to romantic visual novel music or just visual novel music in general, please feel free to join me again every other week. I will see you guys then and until then, keep the romance alive. You're listening to Nethership from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, released November 16th, 2002, composed by Dan Forden, Rich Carl, and Vince Pontarelli. Listening to Combo Crusher from Mortal Kombat Deception, released October 4th, 2004, composed by Chase Ashbaker, Rich Carl, and Brian Chard.
Now, now transitioning a little bit to Mortal Kombat 11. Have you played any of the most recent Mortal Kombat? I, I played a little bit. I started the story. I know uh, what's her name. Um, uh, what? Oh, the, I'm not uh, going to remember any story beat elements. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, who was in it? Um, what's her name um, from WWE, UFC? Oh, WWE. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. I know voiced um, a character. I can't remember now. Yeah, I'm really, but I, 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 just, I, I don't she know. She ended up. I, she was voicing uh, Sonya Blade. That that's right. Okay, yep, that's right. Yeah. Um and I, it was not good. <laughs> it was no, like I said, I only got a little bit acting. into it. And then I feel like um, that I'm I, it's been so long that I've really since I've really got into like Mortal Kombat games that when I go in and play online, I just get my ass kicked. And then that's not fun either. So do you mainly just play for the online aspect or are you playing like because I know I watched a little bit of your streams recently. You were jumping into NHL uh, and I and I noticed you mostly just playing against other people online. Is that kind of something similar that you do here as well? Because I don't usually play that way in these types of games or any game. I never really jump into online. No, well, I'm trying to think. I remember when I used to play Mortal Kombat 3, I used to play a bunch of buddies would come over. You know, if I wasn't going to the arcade and I had it on the uh, the SNES, I would play a lot of my friends. Or And then if I didn't have that, I would play the tower. So, yeah, I think maybe I did a little bit of tower for Mortal Kombat 11, but I don't know. I just I couldn't get into it like I could just back in the day. And that's kind of, uh, I guess, bummy. Uh, maybe I need to give it more of a better try and uh, just stick with it. But uh, well, I, I guess it, it's a pretty decent entry, Mortal Kombat 11. It's actually one of the better ones that have come out recently. And an enhanced version is actually um, I releasing did see this. next month, November 17th, for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series versions, X and S. So, you know, they will have an upgraded version for uh, for next gen. That's kind of cool. I don't know that I'll actually pick it up. I rented it initially when it came out um, and I played through like the story mode and kind of messed around a little bit with the tower stuff and then the crypt unlocking things. But that was pretty much it for me for uh, for Mortal Kombat 11. But some of the recent DLC that's come out for the game has kind of been making me want to jump back in a little bit, um, you know, with the the first combat pack that they released. They re-added Nightwolf to the game. They re-added uh, Shang Tsung and they added uh, Cinder. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Sindel. Sindel, not Cinder. Yes. Sindel. So those were characters, especially Nightwolf, that I really was missing from, like, the base game. And then, since then, they've re-added Shiva, they've re-added Melina, they've re-added Rain. Like, they actually have been adding characters that I care about. Uh, but they also added some fun characters, too, like Rambo. <laughs> See, I, I don't like that, though. I don't no? like that. You don't want to play no. Sylvester Stallone in Mortal Kombat? I don't. I know they came out with Terminator as well. Terminator's um, in there. Robocop Jason is in yeah, there. Robocop. Jason, the Joker. Right? No, it's, uh, Jason was in 10. Yeah, he was in the most the 10. Okay. This okay. one is not, uh, uh, the Joker's in there. Uh, Spawn is in there. See, I don't like that. Um, I don't. And maybe that's not? why I've I've kind of got away from the series is because, you know, they have the crypt and like, I don't know. And I get why they do it, but it's, sometimes it seems like there's a lot of microtransactions to be had. Oh, or you're 100%. Like grinding, you know, and I, I get it. I 100% get it. But at the same time, 
sometimes it feels grindy to like earn certain things and skins and i don't know i just just give me an snes controller and some mortal kombat 3 <laughs> i'd play it right now i'd play it right now well uh you know throwback thursday is coming up soon it is, and I do have a Raspberry Pi because I don't think it's on. Yeah, I don't think it's on the uh, SNES Classic. Classic. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, I definitely. But I have a Raspberry Pi sitting here. Maybe I need to boot that up and uh, play some because uh, I have a Super Nintendo controller for that. Uh, funny enough. Oh, did you order so, one? Uh, somebody was give. Somebody actually gave me one. A guy that used to drop into my streams, um, Stealth. He had one and he didn't want it anymore, so he gave it to me. Nice. Yeah, so I played awesome. around with it a little bit, but uh, I, I don't. I don't think I looked up Mortal Kombat three, and I don't know why. And I need to because I can stream that because it's HDMI. It'll be perfect. I don't have to try to finagle a setup to stream that. Oh yeah. Hmm. Now back when uh, back when we were growing up, obviously they used to take some liberties with Mortal Kombat, and you know it wasn't just numbered entries. Did you ever get into like the? Uh, uh, like the Sub-Zero Mythologies games or nope, any I of didn't. those. <laughs> well, it kind of made me think, it made me think about it when you were talking about, like when we were talking about the other characters that got added, it made me think like, I wonder if you actually hated those games because like, I hated those games. Those games were awful, but I don't know. Some people liked them. Well, yeah, I mean, and I was a big, uh, Sub-Zero is probably one of my favorite uh, characters uh, growing up in that series. But no, I never really got into any of the, like, I, I guess I was more of a, uh, Mortal Kombat purist, I guess. I just like the, the you know, the 2D, like, because, you know, some of these later versions, they were getting into the 3D stuff, and I'm trying to think which one I, I, I had played Mortal Kombat 3, and then I hadn't picked one up, and maybe I picked up, like, Mortal Kombat 6 or 7, and I, I played it. I, maybe I rented it, and I was like, mm, this just isn't for me. And then, like you said, with Mortal Kombat 10, they kind of went back, or Mortal Kombat 9, they kind of went yeah, back to it was, the... 9 was the reboot, and then 10 was all the one that they kind of like did a bunch of cool stuff and then yeah now 11 yeah, so i i just just i don't need any of the like some of the like the really cool moves where you're like breaking necks and they like do the slow-mo stuff like that but like now it's like a strategy you have like two or three different stances and i don't know maybe it's because i'm getting older and i don't feel like learning a lot of that shit but uh <laughs> like back in mortal kombat 3 you didn't have to worry about different stances and you know trying to counter it was just knowing the moves who could do them the quickest and that was it and now it's just maybe there's just too much strategy for a fighting game for me i don't know that's Call possible me it's possible it's possible i think that's a good place for us to kick to our next block of three tracks dan so you and i will be back right after we listen to a few more pieces of music for mortal kombat games You're listening to The Vault from Mortal Kombat Armageddon, released October 11th, 2006, composed by Chase Ashbaker, Rich Carl, and Brian Chard.
We are listening to Gotham City from Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, released November 16th, 2008, composed by Chris Velasco and Sasha DeSisian. You're listening to Chamber of the Flame from Mortal Kombat The Reboot, released April 19th, 2011, composed by Todd Haberman, Chris Velasco, and Sasha DeSisian.
you talked a little bit about the, uh, you know, the moves and stuff, and it, it reminded me a little bit of, man, I, I keep going back to like when we were growing up, because I think that's when Mortal Kombat obviously was at its apex. And for me, yes, it was. I agree. Just remembering the like pandemonium that was going on with like people rushing to the stores and trying to get like, you know, Game Pro and all these different types of cheats and tips and tricks, magazines and all these things that because, you know, nobody really knew the moves to Mortal Kombat 2 or Mortal Kombat 3 at the time. And nobody knew how to unlock things. And there were so many, you know, playground rumors on how to unlock characters, or how to do certain things or get other things to spawn. And we I just remember like, exactly like so many different rumors that kids were spreading around on elementary school playgrounds. But I remember just like dragging my mom around to so many different stores and trying to either a convince her to buy copies of the magazine or b write down as much as I physically could in, in the span of like, I don't know, however long I could get her to spend in the store. But that's something that I really miss, man, like that. And that's a reason why I actually subscribe to the Nintendo Force Patreon and, and get that like up. It's like the new version of Nintendo Power, but it's not sponsored by Nintendo. We've talked about it on the Little Games podcast before, but I just I miss like gaming magazines like that. And I don't count Game Informer. Game Informer never really had like a special place in my heart, but um, no, I think I usually just got Game Informer because of GameStop. Yeah, like they just they just thrust it upon you. I yeah. mean, it's not that great of a magazine, but it's celebrated now because it's one of the only ones left. So like it's, um, you know, people yeah. just kind of gravitate toward it because, I mean, if you like magazines and gaming, then you don't have many options. But back in the day, you had a sh crap ton of options, man. Well, I remember and I wish I could still find this. Uh, I wish I, I probably threw it away because the pages were, were coming out of it. But I remember going to a Circuit City and I remember buying the strategy guide for this Mortal, Mortal Kombat 3. Circuit City. I know, right? But I, I remember that. I remember going to a Circuit City, buying this, and it had all the moves and then it had the, uh, the cheats you could do at the beginning of the game where you could um, do... That's how you unlock to be Shio Khan, uh, Noob Sabot. Um, you could play, uh, I can't remember what the Minotaur creature was that you, you had to beat right before Shio Khan oh, in the tower. Yeah. He, but you could play as him. And, uh, but I, I, I remember studying that book and that's how I got so good at it. You know, I, I think it was like four ninety nine. my parents bought it for me. And I just remember, I still remember like some of Sub-Zero's block, block, run, block, run. That's how you did, you, uh, one of his finishing moves where he took you above the head, froze you and snapped you in half. I remember, uh, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, X, B, A, Y. You would unlock a menu in the, uh, starting menu. And that's how you could play a Shao Kahn, Noob Sabot, uh, the Minotaur guy. Maybe you would unlock another character. I can't remember, but I still like remember some of these things and it just sticks it sounds like right. you need to it sounds like you need to load up Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 because it sounds like you'd still be pretty good at it. I probably would. I probably would be. When's the last time you played it? It's it's been years, probably. I'm trying to think. I sold I sold my Super Nintendo and most of the stuff for it when I got laid off and I needed to make some money and I had some games that were some heavy hitters. Um so probably let me see, 2016, 2015. It's probably okay. the last time that I, I played it, but that would be one game that I would dig out the six or the Super Nintendo and play some Mortal Kombat. Well, not anymore since you sold it, but can't be digging out yeah, something you sold. <laughs> no, but hopefully, I need like I said, I need to boot up this Raspberry. Now there's so many ways to get these games, you know, all in one place. 
exactly. you know, without some emulators. And uh, yeah, maybe I need to boot up that Raspberry Pi. Maybe you'll see some uh, Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate streams on Throwback Thursdays soon. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah now talking about Mortal Kombat, I want to play it. Well, I think it'd be fun to watch. I think it'd definitely be fun to watch. And I think it'd be fun to watch you sit down and, like, try to play Mortal Kombat 11 because <laughs> it's so different now. It is it's, so it's, different. It's like so I said, different. you have the different fighting stances and there's, like, weapons and stuff you have now. It's 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 a whole new ballgame. It's all a whole new ballgame. You're right. But the one thing that's kind of stayed the same and has endured throughout is the music in Mortal Kombat. And I know we didn't really talk a lot about the music while you and I were sitting down um, chatting about the series, but the music's always been, I, I don't want to say the music's amazing because I, I don't think the music in Mortal Kombat is amazing. There's some really it's good catchy. tracks. Yeah, exactly. That's it's what it needs to head. be. That's what yeah. it needs to be. Fighting games and to an extent sports games. The music doesn't have to be like amazing. It just has to be catchy enough for you to, you know, want to jump back into another match and not mind hearing the same tune over and over and over again for 60 to 90 seconds <laughs> or, however, <laughs> yeah. or however long a round lasts. So that's all it needed to be. And I, I think they did a really good job with keeping it kind of like uniform throughout the releases and, you know, all the different callbacks that they do um, throughout the soundtracks. Been It's really cool as well. Yeah, like you said, it didn't need to be anything crazy. Just like you said, something that gets you through the rounds. I think different stages, obviously, I think had, you know, different, uh, uh, whatever you call them, tracks. But uh, yeah, overall, like you said, it was catchy and they would just get stuck in your head. And it makes me wonder a little bit, like, because Mortal Kombat 11, if I'm remembering correctly, was announced at the Game Awards in 2018. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10 came out in 2015. So they announced Mortal Kombat 11 three years after at the Game Awards. So this came, Mortal Kombat 11 was 2019. So we might be looking at 20, maybe next year, either next year or the year after for an announcement for Mortal Kombat 12, maybe. But then it makes me wonder, like, are they, could they really stretch it that long? And I guess they could, because what this team tends to do is they kind of rotate between Mortal Kombat and Injustice. So I could see like an Injustice 3 being in production right now. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, they they were they do Injustice and then they do Mortal Kombat. And then they do Injustice and then they do Mortal Kombat. It's kind of like what they've been doing for the past 6 or 7 years cuz NetherRealm makes both of them. Yeah, cuz you had Mortal Kombat released in 2011, then Mortal Kombat X in 2015, then Mortal Kombat 11 in 2019. Yeah, but then Injustice one was like uh, I don't know. I know Injustice Two was 2017 because I reviewed okay. that so for maybe, games. Maybe 2013, maybe that would be like so, kind of right. So in the Injustice middle. One might have been yeah. Uh, Injustice Gods Among Us was 2013. Yeah, there you oh, go. Okay, okay. So that's what they do. So yeah. okay. I so could see Injustice Three maybe being next year. Like that actually might get announced soon, which would be cool. Uh, I guess it could be. Yeah, I mean, Game Awards are coming up soon. It could be announced during that or something. Who knows? And for fans of Mortal Kombat, Injustice is just as good when it comes to fighting games, if not better. I mean, don't they oh, turn off the blood or something in that? Or didn't DC didn't want blood? Yeah, they they changed it around a little bit. Uh, but they've ended up implementing a lot of aspects that they created for Injustice into Mortal Kombat because they worked so well. So I feel like Injustice is kind of like a, a testing ground for them of sorts to see maybe like what would work well and what wouldn't, even though okay, Injustice sells makes... great on its own. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, Dan, it's been a pleasure sitting down, chatting Mortal Kombat with you. I'm glad you were able to sit down for a few minutes and uh, and do this with me. I know you need to kind of get on Twitch 
And uh, speaking of that, where can people find you? Twitch.tv forward slash crazed11, K-R-A-I-Z-D-1-1. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be going live probably, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes after this, after we get done recording this. But yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I always love reminiscing about um, old, old school video games. SNES, I'll talk that all day because that's my favorite system of all time and has a lot of my favorite games of all time. So definitely uh, enjoyed sitting down and reminiscing uh, some Mortal Kombat. Hell yeah, man. And we'll get you back soon. We'll uh, we'll actually do that Battle Royale episode soon. I think, you know, what? I think it might make more sense and not like knocking Battle Royale, but because we talked, you know, there's not a ton of good music. Maybe we could just do like a free to play episode, like games that are free uh, to play. That would make sense. Because Battle that Royales are also free to play yep. mostly. So that would incorporate that. But then we could also incorporate like other i don't know like genshin impact it's the most recent one that came out that's free to play but things like that maybe we could do that uh maybe we'll try to schedule that sometime here soon and uh we'll have you back for that episode that'll be fun yeah sounds good man thanks again dan it was an absolute pleasure having you on but now we are going to kick to our final block of three tracks and then i'll be back to close out the show after these You're listening to Deadwoods from Mortal Kombat 10, released April 13th, 2015, composed by Dynamedion. Everybody, it's Kyle from the Media Files. And if you don't know what the Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to the Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there.
You're listening to Kuatan Jungle from Mortal Kombat 10, released April 13th, 2015, composed by Dynamedion. You're listening to Katana Khan from Mortal Kombat 11, released April 23rd, 2019, composed by Wilbert Rajat II.
that is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop in over to our YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames, subscribe to us there, and if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. In that description box, you will, of course, find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Anagnorisis from Mortal Kombat 11, released April 23rd, 2019, composed by Wilbert Rogett II. I have a feeling I butchered the pronunciation of the name of this track. <laughs> Keep the music playing and keep it loud.